Welcome to Wrestling with Worldwide Willis. This podcast is brought to you by the LMG Podcast Network. Now, you have probably noticed that I am not Brandon. I am not worldwide. Uh, I am local. I am Spencer. And Brandon is off saving the world, doing things, you know, big things. Um, You know, he's got a lot going on. But we didn't think that that should deprive you of your weekly Wrestling with Worldwide Willis episode. So I am here guest hosting, and I am here with guests. Uh, guests that you've heard before if you're a fan of the show. Uh, Laveris is with us. Yeah, I'm here. Not a review. And Pat <laughs> is with us as well. I am here. Uh, um, I think I got a couple hot takes uh, in the backpack for everybody. I know that's why everybody tunes in and hear my hot takes. So Here we go. <laughs> I do wonder. Uh, I'm sure that uh, when Brandon uh, returns, he will respond to whatever hot takes you have. So, 100%. <laughs> yes, Brandon will be back. So he's safe. He's good. No, no need to worry about him. But uh, I can't really tell you what he states. It's G14 classified. Yeah, uh, what he's got but, going on. But he, but he's, but he's not dead though. He's not dead. He's not dead. This is not an R.I.P. episode. Yeah. But uh yeah. So, um everybody's talking about it, so we're going to as well. Uh big things are happening in uh in the business right now. Um for some people there's about to be a goat versus goat situation perhaps. Um gentlemen, what do we think of uh the recent uh rumblings that have been happening uh in the business? Uh, I'll start. I'll take this one uh, to start. Uh, it's interesting. I I think everybody wants Rock versus Roman. They gave it to us in a way of not burying Cody or pushing him down, but it's like, hey, we want this over you finishing the story where going back to last year, that's all people wanted to see was Cody finish the story, Cody win the title, Cody beat Roman. And now they he won the Rumble. It was like, okay, we're getting it again. And then that what was it? The SmackDown right after the Rumble is when Cody comes out, starts to cut a promo, and then Rock comes out, and basically he's like in after uh, after Mania, and Rock comes out. So it's like, okay, we're getting Rock Roman, but the fans hated it. Crowd hated it. The fan, like, everybody was not for it, and uh, it led to Monday. People thought he was going to challenge Seth. Fast forward to this press conference. What do they call it? The Super Show kickoff. It was the like WrestleMania Forty kickoff. Right, and Roman comes or Seth actually came out first. Wanted to call Cody Rhodes out for his decision. Roman comes out. Roman says he didn't get to make the decisions. I made the decisions. I'm facing the Rock. Rock comes out, cuts a promo about a family. Cody comes out, basically challenges Roman with some other details in there. We'll get to later, but um, yeah, that's 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 pretty much what what we got out of that. And it was a yeah, 
part of it was a slap heard uh, around the world. Um, and now we're trying to figure out if it's going to be Rock Roman still at Mania and then Cody Roman at night two. But um, personally, I don't think Rock Roman needs a title. So if they can get the title off of Roman, then I'm all for it. I just don't think that that match needs the title. But I'll feel free to, to chime in and give us your thoughts. I do not want that match for a title, and I don't want that in this WrestleMania at all. For one reason, that story, if you're going to do them two, that story has to be longer than about, what, two months? Like, that's, if you're going to build this up, basically, you kind of build it up since Royal Rumble when Roman won it years ago, and they booed the crap out of both of them. So it's been tinglings of that for years now. So I personally don't want them to face in WrestleMania this year. Next year, yes. Because let that all simmer down. You know, let it simmer because now you got Triple H could be involved for some odd reason, which if he can wrestle, I'm for it. But last time I checked, he almost died. So... His heart ain't all the way. His heart ain't there. Yeah. So, again, I don't know if y'all saw the uh, the little teaser for WrestleMania yesterday on YouTube. It made it seem like they're going to do a tag match with I saw. Cody and Seth and Rock and Roman. Like, they sitting here looking at each other. Like, what is that about? Yeah. And then what they announced on SmackDown after um, that press conference that Seth's opponent was going to be chosen from the Elimination Chamber, which was going to be of guys from Brawl and SmackDown, which is interesting because like they're they brand split and now they're not brand split for this. Um, and then I've because I've heard that Seth Cody versus Rock Roman is going to be at the Elimination Chamber, so as a tag team match. But yeah, I don't want that. I don't. It, all this just to get a tag team match out of it is not what anybody wants. I don't think. Um, I could, I don't even mind having Rock Roman at SummerSlam, but it, like it, it has to be a big four, obviously. But yeah, even if it's not at this at this WrestleMania, I wouldn't be mad. I just think last year would have made more sense because it was in Hollywood, and the Bloodline story was was hot. That was the big thing coming. Red hot. Yes. And now it's just like it's kind of somewhat fizzled out. They've tried to keep it strung on going, but it's just not as as big as it was. You know, this is the same thing they did when The Rock came back the last time when he faced Cena, where mm -hmm. him and Cena did their tag match against R Truth and Miz. Then they wound up finding each other. So yeah, you just saying that tag match, uh, you know, at the chamber. I was like, okay. We've seen that before. Huh. Yeah. I didn't think yeah. about that until, until you said that. Yeah, and I, I don't know if it's going to, if Rock's going to, because now it seems like Rock's a heel, which in 2024, I don't want to see Rock as a heel. I mean, I can't speak for you guys, but I know me personally. Like, it's just odd. Uh, Part-timers, except for Brock Lesnar, 
are hard to come back as heels because it's like, oh, we haven't seen him in a while. We, we're glad to see him. We're happy to see him and not, oh, we don't want this guy coming back. You know what I mean? Like Rock Yeah. has had that that thing where he, oh, whenever he comes back, he gives the fans a new chant to start chanting. It's always highly viewed. It's always like a big positive energy type thing. Like everybody's happy to see him, baby face reaction. So now it's like, it just feels weird. It feels weird to me. So, but it'll be interesting though, I think. Um, but going into the, like the, the thing itself, uh, feel free to chime in and, and help piece things together. This is just the, uh, the rock Roman Cody Seth thing. Uh, so like I said, Seth came out first, cut somewhat of a promo, called Cody Rhodes out, but then Roman's music hit, right? Right. Roman's starting to cut the promo, saying Cody doesn't make decisions. I make the decisions. I choose the rock. The rock's music plays, and it was very much of a mixed reaction. Oh yeah, they I think you had it was definitely half like cheering. mixed. Yeah. Um. Which, that's what you get now with the people with the We Want Cody stuff. And um, Rock cuts a promo where he calls some of the fans uh, Cody Crybabies, which is hilarious. That is wild. And you know they're going to make shirts of that. Oh, Oh, 100%. yeah. 100%. I saw, uh, I saw The Rock in an interview, uh, you know, in full The Rock character doing the whole Cody Crybaby thing. Yeah, he was on Pat McAfee. That's Yeah, what yeah, started I'm actually, the shield turn right there. yeah. Because when he did that promo, I was like, oh, you're about to, you're turning heel. Okay. Mm -hmm. It's it's reminding me of Hollywood Rock. Yes. And I assume that's Mm. what they're going for, but. Yeah, and it seems like it was a, after the reaction that they got from the SmackDown promo, it flipped. And that's when they're like, oh, we got to do something. Um, so yeah, the rock comes out, they pull up a big picture of a family tree, which I've been trying to find like a clearer image of that to actually like go through it. Uh, so if anybody sees it, feel free to like send that to us somehow, some way, Yeah, because because I want to see a I would clearer like to see image. that too. I definitely try Yeah. to pause my TV and like look at <laughs> yeah. all them people because they I definitely could. have people that, you know, are not in WWE in there. Yeah. And I people saw were a like, few names. oh, Yeah, like, and then people were like, "Oh, does that mean they're coming to WWE?" Like, <laughs> no, it's they're just the legitimate family tree. that's, a, Um, and that's a lot of people too. They even had yeah, that Naomi yeah, in there. that family tree Yeah, is massive. yeah. huge. Um, and then I think it was like kind of towards the end of that, Rock and Roman do like a pose. It's kind of like, okay, this is the setup where this is like, I remember uh, I was texting Laveras, and he, I was like, did Roman just? dab rock like did they just dab each other and because i kind of watched it i was like a little i was a little behind and he was like yeah no it was just for like a photo like the bloodline type of thing i was like okay um so rock roman like kind of dap up but more like pose for like the photo Yeah. cody's music doesn't even hit he just comes out and he's like whoa 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 uh cuts a little bit of a promo He basically said that if Roman and Rock's grandfather was alive, he would be, um, what do you say, He'll ashamed. be ashamed. Yeah. Yeah, he'd be ashamed. And Rock just slaps the mess out of Cody. And they all just kind of 
somewhat go at it. They obviously like they break it up or whatever. Um, but it was wild. It felt like it almost felt like a shoot press conference. Like they're like, we're gonna start something. It felt very UFC like to me. Especially when when Cody came out. Cody came out like all guns blazing. I'm cussing. I'm you know, like he cut he started off cussing. I was like, oh, okay. Like he we say we doing this now? Like Yeah. You say this this not PG thirteen no more? Like okay, Cody, tell us how you really feel, dude. Yeah. Especially he was when he, when he said that line about how y'all gonna be, you know, how you the head of the table or at the table, but y'all haven't been cooking in two years. Bro, he, bro, he said that and I was like I was like, oh, oh dang, Cody. Who you been hanging around with? <laughs> Oh, like, yeah, what, was he, these, what were these lines from the, forever ago? Like, okay. <laughs> yeah, because before that, Roman had said something about Dusty. Right? Or was it right after that? That was after that. That was after, after that. Because that. that's when Roman, when he picked Roman, Roman got pissed and mm -hmm. started, you know, dogging him out, talking about you need to be with the number two, basically being with Seth. And I don't like how they bury Seth this whole time. I didn't like all that. Yeah, that's not that's like I mean I kind of get because it feeds into the Roman like tribal chief like I run stuff, but yeah, it's making that championship look kind of like a joke, and it's not going to help for the next people who win it. All right. Yeah, because when after he, because Cody talked about. Well, The Rock talked about, not The Rock, the Roman talked about Cody. That's why Cody said something about a family. Yeah. Yeah, because Roman has said something about Dusty. And then Cody was like, Cody I was talking about said my something family. About Jay. Yeah. About, so you well, yeah, he's about like, family. you're all about family. Jay? Yeah. And I was like, okay, that's a shot, but not really a shot. But <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. And then. Right after Cody said he'd be ashamed, Rock steps up and just. Did, I don't know if I still don't think Cody can taste food. Like that's how much of the taste was slapped he, out of that man's mouth. Like even like on social media when they free like freeze framed it, like he got all his cheek. Oh yeah, and like the Rock doesn't have small hands. The Rock's hands—he's Samoan. His hands are massive. Yeah. So they went, you know, after it, they slapped him, then they did that pull apart and start cussing. I was like, "Oh man, this yeah. is this is I've never seen this before." <laughs> yeah, I'm like you, you had me, y'all, y'all got me, you and got me back what, in. That's what I've been hearing is that like people that weren't invested, like this got people invested. Like this has people watching week to week to keep up with all of the things that are going on and like looking for behind the scenes stuff and like stuff that's like people are trying to you know catch everything because this has reinvigorated the whole uh feeling and it's made people want to know oh 100 percent. uh me and laveras and brandon i'll have a we have a group chat and one of us is always see, always seems to be watching and we're just like texting the group constantly so and then I know a couple times Laveris has done it. I was like, all right, now I got to tune in and see what, what's going on. Yeah, because right is, when all this happened, I text both of them like, hey. <laughs> like, <laughs> like it's, it's, it's Roman versus Cody. And they both was like, what? I'm like, yeah. 
yeah I said I was a little behind so he said that and I was like okay I gotta I gotta fast forward but the whole kind of not switching gears but like the whole event though I think was was nice Bianca's promo was kind of like okay I get it like they're promoting the new show with her and Montez um and kind of like she's always a big spotlight for things like that but the other interesting thing to me was Becky and Rhea um because obviously hey Brandon's talked about it multiple times on the show um that's been the plan I think for probably like five months or however long it was always to get to Becky versus Rhea and so I'm kind of I'm, I'm looking forward to that because I think that's going to be a really good one um and that, so like it not only did it get you invested in whatever the rock roman cody you know triangle f- thing is but it also Rhea and becky and you know the whole card in general where it's like okay we want to see what the build-up is going to be this so i thought they did a good job with it um i don't know if it should be kind of a every pay-per-view thing maybe just like the big four or if they're gonna have big matches kind of thing but it was interesting and something I definitely would would watch again. I think it will only be a WrestleMania thing. Because back in the day, they used to do this, that kind of like a, you know, kickoff thing. But it was it was more like they all sit at the table, start talking type thing. Like a, it's almost like before the college football, you know, championship, how they start talking to the coaches. It was it was like something like that back in the day. But they only did it for WrestleMania. So seeing this spectacle, because that's what I thought I was going to see was they're all going to be sitting at the table talking and something's going to pop off and somebody's going to get pissed off. Kind of how they always do the Saudi ones when they go to Saudi. Oh, yeah. I thought it was going to be like that until I saw the stage. I was like, okay, what is, what's all of this? What, why? And I was like, this reminds me of UFC or some like, Way in at a boxing match. Yeah, hundred percent. And I like how they had uh, Cole and Pat McAfee and Biggie and CM Punk is like that. Like between things, oh. they'd go to them and let them like push it forward. That was incredible. Pat McAfee is hilarious to me. It's one of my favorites. I love Pat McAfee. CM Punk want to punch somebody in the mouth. Oh it's yeah, so he even said that afterwards. Like they went down and Cole's like. Uh, Punk, uh, what do you have to say? And Team Punk's like, if I'm Cody, you don't let anybody do that to you. Like, you, you start punching people in the house, which is kind of funny because it's almost like they're poking fun at what happened in AEW, which, it, like, that's not a funny thing. Obviously, the legal stuff that went on, but it's just kind of like, he was just like, yeah, if people start slapping you and, and doing that to you, you got to punch somebody in the mouth. <laughs> I was just like, that's from coming from CM Punk. That's great. Then, like, when they first started, Big E was, like, swinging already because he told – he said to see a puck, I'm only here so you won't get fined because, you know, yeah. you're kind of out there. So, you know, just in case, you know, I'm here to help you. And I was like, golly, yeah. why did you say that? Look, we just started. You're already making jokes about this. I miss Big E. Yeah. Hilarious dude. Okay. Okay. Lot happening. Um, I have not been keeping up with everything, so this is all news to me. Like, I 
knew the big pieces, but all of the details, um, you know, I I too might have to, you know, tune in and see what's going on. Now, the one thing, too, that is kind of hidden in that whole situation, like even after the kickoff, when they was talking to Triple H, then Rock was basically telling him, hey, you better fix this or, you know, or I will. After like this whole time with that kickoff, Roman, I never seen Roman look so small. Mm. So that's one thing to kind of pay attention to when this is going down. Ever since the ever since this, Roman has been the secondary person. Yeah. That's something to yeah. kind of pay attention to, you know, yeah. storyline wise. Because he might try to be trying to take over and I think that's where it's going to turn. Well, and that's what that's what I thought that like I was under the impression, like whenever The Rock first came back, like early. Um, matter of fact, even before he came back, I thought that the whole thing was going to be that The Rock comes in and claims to be the rightful head of the table, the rightful tribal chief, and that's going to be the rivalry that he and Roman have. Like, that's going to be the thing that starts it. And so, in that situation, yeah, like, The Rock's goal would be to make Roman feel like, you know, second fiddle or whatever. And so, I'm wondering if that's on purpose, if that's the strategy, if they are trying to use that. And then eventually, Cody's going to come in and say that, you know, Roman is playing you know, second place behind the rock and, you know, create some division or, you know, something. But that was, that was what I thought from the beginning. Like whenever they talked about the rock coming back, I just knew that it was going to be about the whole tribal chief thing. Yeah. Well, I think every, that's what I think too. Yeah. I think that's kind of the, the, the line of thinking like the rock hasn't come out and straight said it, but I think people in general just kind of like, put that out there on their own. And so they're just kind of running with that. Um, but I think, cause I think during the press conference, I think rock might've alluded to it or he may not have. Um, it was more so just like, Hey, we're two parts of this strong, f- uh, family, big family bloodline, you know, type of thing. But it was never like about who was the true, head of the table um, and i i was kind of wondering what i guess i didn't understand the dynamic between the rock and roman right now because it sounds like they're on the same side currently yeah and that's what cody even said he was like and what is this anyway like what are y'all what are y'all doing because he even said that because i was thinking the same thing like Okay, besides the head of, like, y'all gonna have to get upset with each other. Roman don't want that to, you know, go away. Like, and I think storyline-wise, this is why I said when I text uh, Pat and Brandon, like, this is long game. Because he kept saying that. And all these little interviews, Rock kept saying, long storytelling, the long game. I was like, okay, I'm paying attention because you just said this three times now. Mm-hmm. So that's why I was like, okay, you're really trying to spread this out for all of this. So and that's, that's why I was like, okay. If that's the case, then it sounds like we don't 
know what's going to happen at WrestleMania. Because if if they're playing the long game, this is this is not that if they do go at WrestleMania. At least right. I don't at least it doesn't seem like it because uh The Rock, I feel like, hasn't been back for very long. Right. Oh, like he kind of basically came back, yeah, on the day one of Raw. So, yeah, right? I think yeah. Yeah, there was a time before that, because I remember it was like early college football playoff or college football oh, season because he they were in Colorado, yeah, and it was just like a a SmackDown appearance. It was kind of like a one off type deal. Yeah, yeah, I think he just happened to be in Colorado that day. Yeah, yeah, he was doing college game day and yeah, yeah. But before he was on Pat McAfee show and they asked him the question about like, "Hey, were you supposed to have a match at?" WrestleMania with Roman, like, how did that not happen? Or if it was supposed to happen, what happened to, like, why did it fall through? And just, like, different stuff like that. And The Rock was like, yeah, we had talked about it. We just couldn't get anything worked out. And so, like, I, at that point, I wonder if that was planning to seed to now, because that would kind of be long-term. But... Yeah. I wonder if they're even going to push it forward. I don't think it can go all the way to next WrestleMania, because... Like we said before, the the bloodline thing is kind of standing on half a leg right now, and I don't know if it can make it another year. And Roman's already said that he's pretty much done being full time here yeah. soon. And now, if he loses the championship at WrestleMania, then they can hundred percent probably get there. But I think Summers or the, the next Saudi show is when it would have to be. We'd, we'd have to get that match. So, and maybe I'm just, you know, a terrible person. And maybe I'm not paying enough attention. But um, you mentioned that Roman said he was not going to be full-time soon. Has he been full-time? Because I'm pretty sure he hasn't been wrestling, like, at all. No. he been part-time he, for, like, two years. That's yeah, like, but, like, it, even less than that, though. <laughs> even less than yeah. he is. Because like, I feel yeah. like I feel like at one point I was seeing Brock Lesnar more than I was seeing Roman. Yeah, you are. Yeah, and I'm like, so so Roman is the champion and just ain't here for anybody to try yeah. to, uh, you know, fight him for it. Yeah, well, that's it, why it we takes have a while to get championship belt right now. Right, and that's that's the other reason why they, the fact that they're like making that number two when like putting it down is just like. Well, Seth's been here. <laughs> no, I've seen he, Seth. Seth been doing stuff. Yeah, Seth's been working. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. Uh, yeah, I Roman, I, I, I. It's funny that he said he was gonna go part time. It's like, no, you, you, you've been part time for a while now, buddy. Yeah, even right. I think I think it's gonna be even more. Like it's literally gonna be two or three times a year. It might that schedule already might have kicked in. Clearly, but right, and a part timer having the belt long term just doesn't feel right. Not anymore. No, yeah, that's Not anymore. No, the territory days. It kind of was like that, but only because you only saw the guy when he came into your territory. Like he was defending it, yeah, multiple other times. 
But yeah, that's the thing. Like they were defending it multiple other times. That's not the case with Roman. Like, no. When was the last time Roman's title was on the line? I think WrestleMania. No. This past was it against Rumble? Against who? Before. Well, they faced each other. Well, Royal Rumble, he did that Fatal Four Way. Oh, yeah. Oh, it was Royal Rumble, and then I think now, before that against LA Knight. Now, before that, uh, I don't. Was it LA Knight? It was LA Knight before Rumble. What pay per view was that? I was think LA Knight Survivor Series. Was it? I... Oh, you got me. I don't even know. Uh, Maybe. All all I'm saying, like, in a year, like, let's say in the last 365 days, Roman has defended it max three times. Is that what we're saying? Maybe three or four. Yeah. That's that's once a quarter. That's wild. Like, I don't... I I feel... I, I mean, and maybe my memory's bad, but I just feel like there should be more defenses than that. That's why Seth been saying what he's been saying. Yeah. All right, because he haven't. He's barely here. Yeah, and it's like if you're not here, you, you nobody can even shoot for the title because you're not here. Right. But okay, Crown Jewels did, did now did they? It was Crown Jewel. Yeah, in, in uh, when was that? November. Really? That's right. Yeah. Because they had that press conference and everybody was going going crazy for LA night. That's right. Yeah. Now, did you now do y'all think this was the whole plan the whole time? Like where we are right now, or did they pivot? Um as, as far as uh this WrestleMania being the one where the rock comes in. Or that we got Cody versus Roman. Because people th- keep saying one thing or the other. I think I think before they found out CM Punk was hurt, it was Punk Roman. So pretty much all along been Punk or been Cody Roman. But when they found out that Punk was hurt, then they were gonna put Rock in and have um Cody Seth. And then the reaction they got from SmackDown pivoted. So I think within the span of a week, it changed twice. (laughs) I don't know enough of what's going on, but it feels like The Rock and Roman is something that has been in the stars for a while. And it feels like it didn't happen when it was supposed to, and now they're attempting to force it. Mm. And... The people are furious about it, from what I can tell. Like, yeah, the whole the the fact that The Rock is calling people Cody crybabies, and you know the fact that, um, you know, because I don't remember the last time I saw the entire community and like the entire fan base this against the upcoming thing and the decision that's being made, especially with the people involved. And I'm sure a it lot. has happened, but yeah, Daniel Bryan, I think I'm was the last Daniel one. Bryan. What year? 2014 or 15? I think I was gonna say yeah, that was, was 10 20, years ago, wasn't it? Yeah, it was about 2014, I think, with him and Batista and Randy Orton. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, and so like I, it does. It seems like it doesn't happen often, but yeah, like the the crowd for the for the fans to be this adamantly against it is uh, something that I, you know, haven't seen a lot of, and it makes me wonder what's going to happen, just because the Rock is going to do what the Rock wants to do, and. You know, he might say, fuck the people. I do what I want. Um, <laughs> he is but, on the board. Yeah, yeah say, but yeah, also say. Triple H might say, I can't, I'm not about to risk losing this business. And at the end of the day, the fans are who we do this for. And I don't want to lose a bunch because depending on how this goes, there could be people that say, all right, I'm out on WWE entirely. Like it was, it was people that I've seen like on social media about to sell their tickets to WrestleMania that they already bought because of that decision. Yeah, like I, I know that it's compelling television, and you know we're all tuned in to see what happens. But yeah, I think there are some people that may be pissed off enough to say I'm out, and I'm wondering if that's a risk they're willing to take. Um, and I, I really wonder mainly because Vince isn't in charge anymore because I feel like Vince is just going to do what Vince's plan is. But because Vince is not running things anymore, I'm wondering how that will affect what ends up happening. Yeah, I think some first off kudos to WWE on these fronts is one uh, hearing the fans noticing the reaction and two coming together and saying, hey, probably should flip some things here. They didn't like where we were going with that. Let's switch gears back to how we were going to do it or, you know, switch gears to something different to where Cody's back in the picture. Um, and then also, like you mentioned, not having Vince there, I think is huge. Obviously, he had to have some say in the, when Daniel Bryan did it, but I think if Vince was there, it would have been they don't know what they're talking about. This is what I want. Like he would just full steam ahead, try to push that thing through a brick wall. All right. Yeah. And, and again, that's why I'm wondering how this is going to go. Cause I, with Vince not being there, I, I wonder how much reacting to the crowd, the company's going to do. I think they're going to do a good, a good bit. Cause obviously like the crowd is, that's the audience that's who's buying tickets buying merch like so they're gonna do it a little bit but i think if it's to a point where it's like doesn't make sense like obviously every time a crowd says we want so and so they're not gonna be like oh yeah let's do this with them you know but in this instance it was enough bad reaction that they're like okay we should probably listen to them like the video on youtube like they were saying has like over twice as many dislikes than likes and, you know, they follow those numbers a lot, business-wise. So, they definitely are listening this time around, especially with Triple H at the helm. Thank God. Okay. Okay. So, uh, if it were up to you, who is taking the belt off of Roman? Oh, that's Cody. tough. That's tough. See, see, all right, here we go. 
Strap in. <laughs> oh, dang it, man. That I, I set you up for a hot take? <laughs> you did. Here we go. Uh, I, well, I don't even know if it's a hot take. I, so, yes, I would love for it to be Cody. But I would also like for that to be something that... um, What's for looking for? Not necessarily builds, but sets up a new star makes it makes a new star that's what we're moving makes a new star so like ellie knight didn't need it aj styles obviously didn't need it randy didn't need it but like i don't even, like sammy doesn't even need it. it was like somebody hot coming out of nxt like a braun breaker uh a carmelo hayes like somebody like that that or that they need to make and say hey they're the real deal this is who is next in line to take this company forward some that is who I would prefer, and I think it would help a lot better because it's been uh what a, a five year title reign, um, twenty thousand plus days or something. I'm exaggerating numbers here, but like it's felt that long. So somebody conquering that almost like Brock Lesnar beating Undertaker at WrestleMania, which should have been Roman Reigns, but it should have been Randy Orton if it was gonna be somebody. But I I could talk about that all day long. Yeah, it definitely um, should have. Yeah. That, that could be another podcast topic is who should it be the Undertaker streak. But nobody anyway. because he's the ghost, <laughs> but whatever. That's true. Yeah. That's true. That, yeah. That's true. There you go, right there. Because, yeah, <laughs> I was pissed when um, I saw that. But that somebody, whoever beats Roman, it should be somebody who it will help become a star. Obviously, like just beating Roman is not going to be like, all right, you're good to go now, kid. You don't have to do anything. Like, Who's somebody who's it's gonna be able to do it and also maintain that level? So, I'm who I'm that actually, is. I don't know. I'm a little surprised by that because normally most people have to like t- go through the gauntlet, like they have to work their way up to, or they have to work their way through other belts first before they just get to the top one. But it sounds like you're saying that whoever gets it should just be like, like, like yeah, like similar to. Uh, I mean, just okay. Um, not quite, but I guess kind of how like nobody knew who Chris Hemsworth was, and then he's Thor, and now he's one of the biggest stars in the game. Right. Yeah, 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 something like that. Like you can have him winning kind of the other titles, but like when they eventually beat Roman, it should be the final brick of their castle, and like okay. Like, I'm here. I'm the next generation. I'm the one who can, like, every time they cut a promo, like Paul Heyman did with Brock Lesnar, you know, for like a year afterwards, is like the one in 21 and one who conquered the streak. It would be like, I'm the one, the first one to beat Roman Reigns to, you know, end his streak to take the title off of him type of thing. Um, but I, I still know who it would be right now. And I think Cody's the only logical choice because you're not going to have Cody trying to finish his story for three, four years. And the way they set it up, the only one that makes sense to do it off of is Roman. Especially when you got the dang WWE 2K24 game tagline, finish the story. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's their tagline. Yeah, because I may okay. or may not pre-order it. I don't, I don't know yet, but that's all. <laughs> I'm thinking about it. About it. I'm, yep. I'm still thinking about it. Definitely thinking about it. The GMO would be fun with yeah with us. 
Live Morgan to the moon, Brandon. This is for you. Live Morgan to the moon. Oh gosh, you gonna you gonna give him an aneurysm? Oh yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah. Like you'll you'll give him something to talk about when he comes back, because I'm sure he will have uh plenty to say about you know this whole thing. So, okay, all right. I I don't know. Um, I'm not as tapped in. So, I mean, Cody is I think the easy answer, uh, because Cody's been you know climbing this mountain for a long time and you know he's uh i mean he's he's one of uh i guess the biggest baby faces that we've seen in a long time and cody's been around for like even back when i was watching wrestling like cody was definitely like so cody's been around for longer than i probably realize like yeah it's been at least 15 years maybe i'm like that like if not longer Cause um yeah I remember when Cody Randy and uh, DiBiase I think were a little group mm-hmm. the legacy legacy yeah there was yeah. a Samoan in there with them too towards the end I think it was it was like Manu or Mamu or something like that I remember that yeah. but yeah like that was yeah. I mean Cody's been around for at least that long yeah. and so like he he's been working on this for a while and. I mean, I think he has shown that he's he's got all the pieces. So I don't know. Um I mean, do you do you want them to go in like a somewhat predictable direction and just make it happen? Or do you want to be like shocked and surprised by what ends up happening with uh not just with Cody, but with Roman and the belt? Hmm. Ooh, I yeah I I I would obviously like everybody likes to be surprised and just like that's what keeps people coming back and tuning in again. But also like if I I, I just want to know that Cody's gonna win it. Like if that's how they're gonna set it up, let Cody win it. Because at that point, it's just like I think people will start giving up on Cody if they don't. So I would much prefer the predictable. Cody's gonna win it, and then. You know, we go from there. My only thing is after that is Cody, that would have to be night two. So the Rock turn would have to be at Elimination Chamber. Roman Rock, night one, non-title, and then Roman Cody for the belt. Or Rock beats Roman night one, Cody beats Rock night two. Okay. I think it could be a mixture of both. Like it can be predictable to we know he's gonna win, but they also can create a swerve to have us thinking he ain't gonna do it. I think the rock can, can turn on Roman night two. And then Cody get the belt. Cause that's what I I like in my head, yeah, like it's Cody versus Roman, and we know that Roman typically wins by cheating. So The Rock comes in. Roman is like, oh, glad you're here. Family and all that. The Rock turns on Roman. Cody wins. And now The Rock and Roman have beef. And it's legitimate beef that has nothing to do with the title. But we can see them just go for, you know, however long. Yeah, that would actually make sense. And they, that would be able to help it 
go to the next WrestleMania because that's what they did with kind of with John Cena the first time was I don't know was I think it was like twenty eight no twenty seven yeah twenty seven Miz Cena in the uh, main event Rock cost Cena set up their match that that was that like year long um promo of it and like the build up was that for a year and then WrestleMania happens Rock Cena Rock beats Cena you have Cena sitting on the stage you know on the ramp like all sad and then they can do it again the next year um so that could that could work and since Roman doesn't like to appear on television and whatnot for up to six months at a time it'd be perfect for him to be able to <laughs> lay low and i think honestly that cody has been this is cody's plan this whole time because he keeps saying that you know i've been speaking to people and speaking to people one of them was him was the rock so maybe this has been his grand plan like the whole time against roman and we're just playing along until the time to pull the trigger. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. Didn't The Rock and Cody shake hands at one point? Or did I just yes. make that up? No, yeah, he that shook was... hands when he told him, like, hey, I know somebody that can, you know, can basically take everything from you. And that's the thing he keeps that he said. I want to take everything from you. Yeah. And, that, and I know that... somebody that can. That was the the moment that uh, Cody said, but not at this WrestleMania. And people, and that's when everyone was like, oh, we're getting Rock Roman at Mania, and people were pissed, and then they had a 180 flip it, right? That was that same. Yeah. And when you said that, I just thought about that. Like, he never said, you know, when he's talking about take everything from you, the reason he said that is the belt's not even – the thing that he holds dear is mm-hmm. being head of the table is what he holds dear. And that's when he said, I want to take everything from you. And I know somebody who can. Yeah. Yeah. Long game. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, honestly, like it is good storytelling. Boy. Like if that's what yeah. this is going to be, like if, if that's what yeah. we're doing. Yeah. This is, uh, yeah. this is, this is good stuff. Yeah, that's that's good shit. <laughs> so, yeah, it should be a good time. I may have to tune in uh, just to see, you know, what happens. But yeah, I think uh, I think I mean it's hard to say whether or not they're cooking right now because I almost wonder if because there's a lot of outrage, of course, behind the whole thing. But yeah. I almost wonder if that's a part of it because at the end of the day, people are talking about it, and. You know, people being mad at, you know, the whole possibility of The Rock versus Roman at WrestleMania and all that like that. For all we know, that's that's a part of the plan to get, you know, buzz going and to get people talking about it and to get people watching to see what ends up happening. Because yeah. I know that this is bringing in a lot of people who weren't watching or who were kind of inactive um, part time, who were part time wrestling fans or part time uh, wrestling viewers. This is this is bringing some of us in there. Uh, so I I imagine viewership numbers are high because while the video had a bunch of dislikes, that's still engagement. Yep. Mm-hmm. 
And so it still means that many people watched it. Yeah. So, yeah, honestly, this is uh, this might be an example of like all public all publicity is good publicity, and you know, as long as they are talking about you, then you know you're making the right moves. So, yeah, I there's so much I wonder, and uh, yeah. <laughs> it's it's making me think I'm gonna I might have to might have to tune in to to see what the deal is because I am uh I'm surprisingly interested. Oh yeah, and this is like you mentioned the part time thing is, uh, because the WWE has been the same way for so long, and obviously like they know it, most of the fans know it. People start turning in tuning in for WrestleMania around this time, like around Royal Rumble, around you know. January, February time. And so WWE knew that. So one, they had this happen and then like, okay, we this is where we get most of our viewership. So we need to fix this, get it right. But they've hooked with this just a storytelling. And like I guarantee you probably not all the way half, a good majority potentially are going to wind up sticking around past WrestleMania now because of because of this, because they're going to see, okay, is this just going to be from now to WrestleMania, or is this something that we're going to see all year round now? Okay. And another question, um, just in case they do decide that Roman Rock is going to, you know, move forward, has there been a significant feud between part-timers, like two people that are part-time before? Because usually it'll be somebody who's like in the game, who's on the way up, or who's already at the top, versus a part timer from the days of old. Yeah, oh. uh, towards the end of Undertaker's career, he had that thing with Brock. That's right. It was yeah. like a, a two pay per view thing, but other than that, I don't think so. No. No, I can't well, think of it. Not, not, not on this level, no. Yeah, because this was like, I don't know if like it's even a thing. Uh, but if Roman has said, like, if he's mentioned part time, then it makes me wonder if the Rock Roman is a possibility in the future at all. I think it is. I, they have to at this point. There's so much buzz that, like, eventually, I think they're gonna have to give it to us. And I mean. I mean, future like beyond, like well beyond WrestleMania. Like if they are playing the long game, like oh if... yeah, oh yeah, I think definitely happening. I think SummerSlam might be the latest they'll go with it. Okay. Um, unless they I'm give pretty it, sure he got they... some kind of movie he got to do. Yeah, so like that, and that's the only thing. Like Roman, they could probably like they're fine with, but The Rock is one where it's like I think they have him in this time. I think it's gotta happen you gotta if not you got him right if not it's like if there's a big saudi show or something right after wrestlemania that's when it would happen but i think it's already been carved out and so now it's like well we gotta figure out something now <laughs> okay all right because i mean the only other option uh would be that the rock like disappears again and then the next time he comes back uh, he's yeah. you know feuding with Roman, but uh, who knows? I don't, I I don't know what's gonna happen. But we'll find out. Uh, Stay tuned. Yeah, it's got me like right, like thinking about being invested. But um, okay. 
I'm sure that Brandon tells you where you can let us know. Brandon always wants the smoke. So, you know, <laughs> if you have opinions, if you have feelings about it, then uh, you can hit him up, I think, at Worldwide Willis. And, you know, all the LMG podcast stuff, we're available. Just let us know. We can talk about it. But as is the case with every episode today, we do have a top five. And today we are going to be talking about our top five match types. So as I'm sure you know, as wrestling fans, there are a bunch of different types of matches and we're going to be doing our top five today. So, um, Pat, I'll have you start uh, with your number five uh, top match like type. This. Okay, so my number five is one that uh, we haven't, you don't see often. It's really kind of a one. Actually, this, my whole list of five, <laughs> it's going to be geared towards one particular wrestler minus one of them. Um, but this is one that this particular wrestler didn't make famous. A group of them did. It's kind of what got me into um, like, like one of the first ones I remember watching is a TLC. And I think anytime I either get somebody back into it or like just want to show somebody in general, like, Hey, this stuff is pretty cool. You should watch. I always show them the TLC with the Hardys, the Dudleys, and Edge and Christian. And nine times out of ten, it gets them hooked. So, uh, TLC when with the right people and done right, um, is one of my favorites. Okay. I agree, and that's what I have as my top five as well. And the only reason I have it at five is what you just said: the right people. We haven't mm-hmm. seen the right people since what? Yeah, Dudley Boys, Edge and Christian, and Hardys. We haven't seen it like that since. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 probably true. Um, okay, okay. Uh, my number five is Elimination Chamber. I do. I I remember the. F- I think this was the first one, but I I remember the first Elimination Chamber. Uh, Shawn Michaels won the first one, right? Yeah. Okay, then yeah, yeah. that's the first one. So I think uh, Booker T, Chris Jericho, Kane, Triple H, and somebody. It wasn't. I think Goldberg was this next that second year. Yeah, and I, I remember Randy Orton being in one of them, but I don't think it was this one. I think it was too early for Randy Orton. Was it RVD? Uh, yes. It might have been, yeah. That's Randy. when he almost killed Triple H. Yeah, because he yep. need Triple H yeah, right, right, in yeah, right in the neck. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I remember that. And um, the whole like concept of Elimination Chamber was interesting to me. Um it was, you know, fun to do on the game whenever they introduced it um, in the game as uh, a game mode. But yeah, like Elimination Chamber, it's one of those things where when they came up with it, it felt really innovative. But like, it's kind of just a combination of stuff we've seen before, but that's OK. It was uh, it was really it was good enough to become its own event. But uh, yeah, I, I really liked it. And I... And when I think about Elimination Chamber, like I think about like almost them releasing Kurt Angle and him just taking everybody <laughs> to Suplex City. Because uh, yeah. yeah, I that video will just randomly pop up. Um, 
in my algorithm. Like it'll just be Kurt Angle, just like, oh, you're next, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kurt Angle just giving it to everybody. It's uh, it's great. So, yeah, that's a fun one. That was uh, one of my honorable mentions. Okay. Such a fun match type. Uh, my number four, uh, it's a casket match. It's one we don't really see it often anymore. We don't really see. I think at one point they call, it was like a coffin match, maybe like early like, years. I only know it as a casket match. Or um, it yeah. was one of my. I think one of my favorite ones was Undertaker Yokozuna SummerSlam nineties. <sighs> Yes, mid nineties year, but like I yeah, and they're like wheeling. They it took like a bunch of people to put uh, Undertaker in the casket. They're rolling it down the ramp, and Undertaker just like comes floating out from the the Tron. <laughs> yeah, after he like he appears on it and like wakes up, and then at the end of the promo, he like floats from the top of it. One of the when I was little and watched it, it spooked me, but. Now it's like kind of almost funny because it's like okay that's a little overboard but um yeah man I like casket mats we need to have more of them. I mean it it's one of those things that's pretty specifically and directly tied to the goat and it's gonna be yeah. hard to find like a way to do that because they've tried to redo the Undertaker and it hasn't been successful. Yeah, I don't necessarily think it's a character; it's the person playing it, like. It's just oh, yeah. one of those that worked the best in the 90s and before social media and like, you know, it's you got to stay in character for something like that. Yeah, like, like yeah. he stayed in character for like decades. Yes. Yeah. Like, and that's the thing. The only time he wasn't in character is when they finally, when he finally went to uh, the American Badass, um, like that whole, the bandanas and motorcycles. And oh, yeah. He just got to be, you know, a big dude from Texas. Mm-hmm. Right. And he Might like kept, Mark Calloway. Yeah. He kept some sprinkles of like he was he went from being from Death Valley to being from Houston. Yeah. Right. And, <laughs> yeah. Whenever you had the limp biscuit. Like that was that was yeah. pretty much the only time he was able to uh move away from it. But I think that allowed him to keep some elements of all of it um as he moved forward because even when he came back as like really came back as the dead man he still had you know some of those things incorporated into himself so i i like that he evolved and you know was able to keep pieces of every version of himself as he did it yeah yeah wasn't his last one against uh i was about to say his AEW name uh rusev oh yeah yeah, it was like towards the end. I think it was in Saudi. Yeah, it was a Saudi show. Yeah. I has remember there, that. I almost forgot about that. Has there ever been a casket match that did not involve The Undertaker? Because I feel like he's the he's been in every casket match. It might have been in a different promotion. Okay. Like not WWE. WWE. I don't, I don't yeah. think so. Because yeah, like when I think of like I think of that as his match. Like that and buried alive like those are specifically oh gosh, yeah yeah we'll, hold on. we'll talk about that one l- later keep Got going <laughs> my bad <laughs> i didn't didn't want to you know do any spoilers <laughs> uh, laveris what's your number four 
my number four is uh shout out to William Regal. World Games. That's oh, my, I didn't even think that's about my that number one. four. Like okay. having two rings together with the cage on top of it. You can bring a weapon up in there. Like what how many people is it like? Four to five on each team. Then nobody can pin each other until everybody's in there and the crazy stuff you can do in there. Like all the matches since they brought that back, shout out to Dusty for that. Mm, like right. since yeah. they brought it back to WWE is has been it hasn't been a bad one mm. since they brought it back. I agree. Okay, okay. Um I feel real basic with my shit now. Um <laughs> my number four, I don't know if these are different, but I use these interchangeably. A hardcore match and or a street fight. Mm. Yeah, I was thinking about this earlier. Um, mm. That's kind of one of, one of my honor. I have a bunch of honorable mentions, but that's one of them. And I was like, I feel like they have like it's a street fight, but there's always like different versions. Like you have the Viking Raiders now do. um, What do they call it? It's like a Viking something match. Um, oh, they do yeah. different. Yeah, like the. uh. Brawling Brutes did like a like a like a Donnie Brook match, which is basically a street fight with certain props. Like, I think it every they're, they're all street fights, just different names with like little twists added to them. Okay, um, but uh, I I like that one though because it it has like an element of of realness, and like when used right, like Triple H and Shawn Michaels, I think to this day is the the best feud that used a street fight because like they made it personal and they built it to where it's like the only way we're going to be able to do this is with no rules in a street fight. Yeah. Um, I love the street fight. Yeah. Because, um, and this is another like street fight where falls count anywhere. Mm -hmm. Um, because yeah, I like, I used to love in wrestling games, taking people backstage and just, messing with all the shit that was available back there. And so, and so the idea of, you know, the the fact that these matches, A, you can use any weapons that you want, and you can fight anywhere you want. Like, uh, whenever me, Brandon, and Roy went to Raw, um, we saw that uh, Shinsuke and Ricochet had what I feel like was a hardcore match because they were fighting all in the crowd and like they were, they were everywhere and it was great. I loved it. Um, no, it was a, was it a first blood match. No, it was a, maybe it was a tables. match. I don't remember. That's when he jumped off the, you know, from the crowd. Right. Yeah. Maybe it was a tables yeah. match. Um, I think it, mm, it might've been just a no DQ match. Yeah. I honestly, I don't, remember what kind of match it was but the fact that they were able to move around and just like the 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 fact that they were in the crowd and uh the involvement of anything you want and anywhere you want was always uh like that always made for a very entertaining match where it was unpredictable any number of things could happen um any number of people could get involved like you literally couldn't predict how the match was going to go um, because the possibilities were literally endless. And I always enjoyed, you know, like, even though 
since I was watching from home, like I loved seeing them like backstage, you know, having a match. Well, you know, there are people doing things like there are people with like headsets on trying to work and like yeah. do their job. And then, oh, no, this giant man is flying at me because they're in the middle of a fight. And yeah, it was always just uh, <laughs> they, they were breaking into people's dressing rooms and there were cars involved. Yeah, like it was just a wild time. I want to figure out what to do to be an extra in one of those. And like, I will just stay at the table doing what I'm supposed to do while they're fighting around me. Like no fear. Just let them do what they got to do. I will. I want to just sit and continue working. Like I'll figure out how to sew and just like pretend I'm sewing something. <laughs> Crocheting <laughs> while they're. Yeah. They're, as they're just like fighting and throwing <laughs> stuff and just like oblivious to it. It'd be great. Yeah. Like your table will break and you still sitting here doing the same thing. Yeah. Just. <laughs> <laughs> all right so oh, number three three for me as mentioned already but uh the buried alive match again is a theme to <laughs> yep and i love the theme <laughs> i support it i'm uh, sure you know he's a goat i <laughs> goat. very much agree so that it's been i think one other person has been in a buried alive other than it, without Undertaker being involved in it, um, but it's just Wonder. one of those. It's just like, oh, it's like it's basically a street fight, except instead of pinning your opponent, you have to bury them alive in in dirt, and it's it's just comes from the Undertaker. The Undertaker is the best, yep. so it's and, another and one of my the, favorites. Especially if you don't like when you're young enough to not know that it's staged, like. I was like, oh my god, he's dead. And then the yep. hand comes out. Yeah. Like I I was concerned. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, like it was uh again, like just good storytelling. Mm-hmm. My turn. Yes. Yes, sir. Number three. Now the amount of times this has probably happened, I'll have to look this up. I'm I only saw maybe two or three times this happened. My number three is the three stages of hell. Oh, okay. that's a good one. Yeah, it is. Which, depending on the order they did it, which usually was like a street fight, then a ladder match, then a cage match. Basically a mm-hmm. two out of three falls, but it involves those three type of matches. I think both of them that I've watched Triple H was in both of them. Because one was Triple H and Stone Cold and Triple H and Shawn Michaels. I was like, I only yeah. remember one. I think I only remember the Triple H Stone Cold one. But I don't know if I knew there were more than one. I could only remember two. And when I looked up, I only saw two on YouTube. Yep. Yeah, I think there's only two. I think there was like another version of it, but they didn't call it Three Stages of Hell. It was like something else, like more PG. They probably did like two out of three falls. Yeah, with stipulations. With stipulations. (laughs) Will he get to the third one? Yeah, uh, duh. Like they're not going to always make it to the third one. Uh, Yeah, Yeah, like I said, we go into this third one. So (laughs) this cage is above us. It has to come down soon enough. Yeah, it's going to be one one. We know that. So yeah, Yeah. like how we go get there? Okay, okay. Uh, My number three, a classic, Hell in a Cell. Um, 
you know, the goat. <laughs> yep. Had a lot to do with that. Yep. Um, and this is he another killed like, a man. Uh, he did. Good he God Almighty, that killed him. <laughs> that killed him. <laughs> good God. Good God. Yeah. Like that whole yeah. That I oh, was so good. That's God is my witness. He's broken in Yep, and Kane debuted at the first one. Like the first two or three Hell in the Cell matches is just so much good came out of it. It was massive. And that's the thing. Like the Undertaker is one of those people. Your big ass don't need to be up there, right? Man. And even told like, Mick Foley that, that too. Back now, yeah, Mick Foley, <laughs> Rikishi. Like these, these are these oh. are large men. Yeah, and the Undertaker. Yeah, he he had them all up there, fucking them yeah. up. Uh, yeah. You know, I forgot he killed Rikishi too. He did. Yes, send him, <laughs> send him straight to hell. Like, <laughs> it was wild. That's wild. But yeah, like, so Hell in a Cell was another one of my like favorite game matches. So like, oh, I'm absolutely man. getting on the top of that cell and breaking the. Yep, all four of them. There were in some games there were four different like middles yeah. that you could put them through. Somebody's going through all four of them. Yep, yep. I used to. Uh, do a thing like I wouldn't pin the guy until I broke all of them. Correct. Oh yeah, that's the way to do the match. <laughs> yeah, that's the rules, right? That's <laughs> yeah. Like you can't. The match isn't over until you go through all four of these. Yeah. Um. It was... And and sometimes it would suck because you would fall too, depending on the move you did. Like yeah, we all ended up down there. Yeah. yeah. Or just you, because yes, the finish did like you set it up perfectly, but the way the finisher like actually happened, you wound up falling through, and you say I had to just get up and do it again. Yeah, because yeah, right. there were a lot of times. Oh. Yeah, like I'd I'd do my finisher, but it would like turn me ninety degrees in the animation. Yeah, and so yeah, like it was me that ended up falling. I was like, well, all right, some of get another one up there. <laughs> yep, you better stay up there because I'm coming back up there. Yeah, don't leave. <laughs> yeah, be still. I'm I'm coming. So yeah. Yeah, hell Fun sale. fact with oh, is the the first I thought uh, Mankind Undertaker was the first Hell in the Cell. It wasn't until oh, I think I was in like middle school, maybe high school, when the the DVD set, the Hell in the Cell DVD set, came yeah. out, and I realized or found out the first one was actually Undertaker, Shawn Michaels, a Bad Blood. I was like, oh, oh yeah. Did not okay, realize because that that's one. when Kane debuted. That's so, when Kane came yeah. out. Yeah. See, and I guess I thought that Kane. I thought that was a cage match. I didn't realize that was Hell in a Cell because I remember Kane ripping the door off. Yeah, but, uh, it's Hell in a Cell. Yeah. If, if there was a door, it had to be Hell in a Cell. So yeah. Yeah. So yeah, okay. That yep. That tracks. <laughs> uh, um. All right. Number that two. That was that oh, was actually okay. my my number two. Oh. Was. Good. So, yeah, <laughs> because the so, again, yep, on brand. All the reasons we just previously mentioned, <laughs> it was such a fun concept. Uh, except, do y'all remember when they did the red cell? Oh, that was so stupid. That was that looked oh, like the oh. McDonald's play placed. Oh, I gosh, I was I so upset that. when they did that. Oh, I was so Good. upset. When You're they, one of the like, lucky ones, Spencer, because that was <laughs> <laughs> that was bad. Then, when like... they did that, they had this freaking theme. And Seth Rollins, and at the time, they had the whole, all the lights was red. Mm -hmm. During this match, with the red cell. Yeah. Oh, yeah, when he so, faced the Fiend. I remember that. Yeah. Yes, that was terrible, because you couldn't see anything. Yeah. 
Because everything was red. Purpose. Yeah. It was the worst. It was oh, worse. Yeah, that was so the cell bad. didn't need to be red because the lights were red. That's well, it was just weird that the cell was red in the, in the first place. I know yeah. it's supposed to be hell in the cell. Hell, you know, is red and all that. Yeah. Or they, I, yeah, I guess they thought it was going to be better for like TV purposes, like for the cameras and nah. <laughs> that was nope. that was terrible. I'm glad they wrong went out of that. Oh, yeah, that's that's my number two. What you got, L? My number two is the Royal Rumble. That is also my number hmm. two, so we can just talk about it. <laughs> okay. I you know it's one of the it has its own pay per view for a reason. Thirty yep. people go in, one comes out, you go to WrestleMania. Like uh, then you got all the surprises. You yeah, know, you never who's gonna know come who's in next. Out. Yeah. Yeah. Like this year. Freaking uh you got Jade popping up. You got mm. uh what's her name? From uh, oh, from TNA, TNA, yeah. Uh, Jordan Grace. Yep, 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 yep. Like that was not on my bingo card. Right. She popped up. Like stuff, you know. You never know what's going to happen. Or at one time, what Kofi going to do to to get back in the ring? What is Kofi going to do? I I love those niggas so much. They're every <laughs> time they come up. Every time they come up, I'm like, I love the new day. They're just, they're just so good. And yeah, Kofi is just, uh, I'm. Has he won a Royal Rumble? No. It's disrespectful. Yeah. That he hasn't won a Royal Rumble. At like, some point he, before he retires, they need to give him one just for all the. Just give stuff him he's one. Gotta, he's got to win a Royal Rumble. Like, yeah, and because yeah, like every I've seen four different times he uh didn't touch the ground. Yeah, there's was... been a couple times where he has, and the referees are like, "No, no, no, no he's good. He he didn't touch. He didn't." Yeah, because there was especially that last one. Like, if that camera yeah. didn't show it, they could have got away with. Oh it. yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Because I know there was like the one foot with pancakes. Mm-hmm. Oh uh, yeah, there was the handstand one. Oh man, and there was when they levitated him, him on the shoulders. Yeah, like there was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there there was. It was wild, and I love the chair him. thing. He did something with the chair. Yeah, like yeah, like he bounced in a chair with wheels. Yeah, like it, all of it was just ridiculous, but it was great. And I mean, even uh, another one of my favorite moments was when Santino got eliminated immediately. Oh yeah, went right out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, do we count the greatest Royal Rumble in that? Which is. Which is when they did it. They uh, did it the Saudi show. Did it in Saudi. Yeah, and and that's when it, and Titus O'Neil went for it. Yeah, who, which he hasn't defended, but that's neither here nor there. But uh, Titus O'Neil fell coming down the ramp and went <laughs> underneath the ring, right under that sucker. The Titus slide. I think that if, I have seen. I okay, think my algorithm has shown that to me. Like okay. he. Like he almost he could have killed himself right there. Yeah, because that that like was right when they inch. started doing the yeah that that was right when they started doing the video board uh, aprons, and they're like, good thing that they didn't do it that night because like he would have shortened himself by like three inches. Like he can even like when he went under there, it was a bar like right there. Mm-hmm. He would have definitely like head first right into it. 
he was lucky. Okay. But I don't know. I would have uh, just for that reason with that whole belt situation. I wouldn't count that. No. What about the the forty man? Do you think they should try to do the forty man again? No. For what pay per view? Just the Royal Rumble itself, like another forty man Royal Rumble. They have a roster no. for it. I mm-hmm. know, but I don't want them to lose the mystique of a Royal Rumble. Fair yeah. Like I, the Royal Rumble is one of those. It's like let's just like it. It doesn't need to change. Like it's, yeah. it's kind of set up the way it needs to be. Um, it's it's good the way it is. Um, it's a good vehicle for people to randomly come back, whether mm-hmm. they do it for one night or whether they're like back. Like that is their comeback. Um, yeah, it's because. Again, I should not have felt this, but when Edge came back, oh, it got me. Yeah, that I felt something that I was like, oh gosh, yeah, I'm about to I didn't know I could feel those feelings. Back. Yeah, yeah, when so, he came, yeah, that got me. Yeah, and yeah, like I mean, there are just yeah, like there are so many great Royal Rumble moments. Um, mm-hmm. I remember when Too Cool was in the ring and they oh, did a little dance, man. and then. Rikishi got them both up out of there because, yeah, of course they weren't going to win it. But yeah, right. Like, and then Rikishi was like, "Hey, that's the game." Like, that's, that's yeah. So that was yeah. There, there are so many great Royal Rumble moments. Um, back when we were working from home, Brandon and I would kind of just like pick a year and watch the Royal Rumble. Oh, that's wow. So that's a good idea. I like that. We we used to do like guessing. Uh, who they come out next, and so like once it hit ten seconds, you gotta like make your final call because like throughout the time, so from between time of Enchant three coming out and four coming out, you could like go back and forth, but like as soon as it hit ten, you gotta give like your final thing. And that was always fun to see who got the most right. Yeah. Um. So like yeah, that. Royal Rumble was always a fun, always a fun pay per view. Okay. All right. So number one. All right, so staying on brand, we wrap things up here. Nice little bow. Uh, it only happened a few times, but actually, I think it's more than that now. Uh, no, it's still only a few. The Inferno match. I knew Inferno was going to mm. be your number one. <laughs> kind of hit with the trend there. Um, it was between that and then TNA did a match that was called Lethal Lockdown where it was almost like a war games type of feel, but it was just one cage, one ring. But once everybody was in the ring, they would lower the top of the cage and that had like weapons and stuff hanging off of it. Um, So that was really cool. But it, yeah, it was between that and the, uh, the Infernal match and that. And I had to go with the Infernal match just because it's like, it's a rare thing. And again, it's fit to one person. And it was also had that real effect like they're gonna burn them up <laughs> like somebody's, somebody's gonna be on fire like there's no way yeah. around yeah yeah, that's so, how you... yeah somebody's gonna have to get, catch fire real quick yeah. yeah and unfortunately i think kane got it was it twice yeah twice. did they run that twice at least twice at least twice yeah and then it was kane and mvp and uh yeah, I think kane MVP let mvp yep and then I think most recently it was what Randy Orton and and the Fiend that did it, and it was like a whole like. And Randy Orton don't wear enough clothes to be in a. Yeah, that's match. what I was like. But that time he did. Of course he did. <laughs> yeah, 
That's the only thing you can do. Like, because right. that when that match when Alexa Bliss came out of nowhere. Yeah, and like at the end of it, Randy Orton like yeah. lit the fiend on fire. Yeah, it was during COVID. Yeah, it was during COVID when they did that. Random, but I like the Inferno match. That was another one that when they had it on the game, I think it was only like one or two games. Um, I played that match type quite often. I don't. Uh, I must have because I don't remember being able to play an Inferno match on a game. They didn't like have 20... too many games though. No, it's. I think it was like the last year was, was like early two tens, and then I don't think yeah. I've seen it. Yeah, I don't think I've seen. I haven't it seen since. it since. But yeah, I remember I remember really enjoying watching the Inferno match because you could hear like the gas whistling for the fire mm-hmm. until like anytime yeah. anybody got slammed. It, yeah, it was it was really fun to watch. Hundred percent. And I I imagine because I mean it's easy to get sweaty anyway, but I it, it had to be hot down there. Oh I wonder yeah, what the crowd was felt like in the front row. Like I was gonna say, like I would not have wanted to buy a front row seat to that knowing that there's about to be fire five feet from me no actual fire like yeah not pyro fire like i mean it was pyro fire but it was like constant you know what i mean yeah it was it was just on and it would have random bursts so you Mm -hmm. know it i yeah it got hot in there yeah okay oh man hell what do you got oh boy I went through this in my head, even when y'all were talking just now. Punjabi prison match. Hell no. (laughs) (laughs) Almost said something else. (laughs) You're allowed to cuss. I was saying, huh? Say what? You're you're allowed to use profanity here. Yeah, I don't know. It's about to be a string of different words. I don't want to get this whole thing canceled. Um. I'm going to go with Money in the Bank. Huh. Okay. Like, are we talking when it was at WrestleMania or now as a pay-per-view? Because to me, there's it's two different types. Like, obviously, it's the same match, same concept. But, like, it had a different feel when it was at WrestleMania than it does as a its own pay-per-view, if that makes sense. That's true. I'm talking about before it was a pay-per-view. Okay. Because all the, because they starting to, the last couple, they started to kind of give you that feeling, but the whole cash out thing always jacked me up recently. But back then, it was great because you had basically a whole bunch of mid carters that was flying around about to kill themselves in these matches. You had like what, Shelton, Kofi, you had Chris Jericho and a few of them. Ric Flair was in one of them. Yeah, Ric Flair was in one of them. That was weird like too, sixty-eight man. years old. Took a bump yeah. off the top of a ladder. Yeah, well, so what are you taking bumps for, man? <laughs> Ric Flair's about but that's. Yeah, he is about that though. That's true. He wants to have another match. He needs to stop. He needs. He needs he's going to gonna die. <laughs> Someone needs to talk to him. Sit him down. Have an intervention. That's like Ric Flair could either die right now or live forever. Nobody knows. Nobody the man's kicked out at him. two, like three times now. Yeah. Like, what was that, two years ago when we thought we was going to lose him? Yeah. And then I think it was a little more recent than that. Was it not like about a year? No, I think that might have been the. Because it was two years ago, and then it was like a year or so before that. It was like 
emergency surgery type thing. I was like, oh, here we go. Yeah. Ric Flair's yeah, gone. And then next like thing I know, that. he kicked out and he's. <laughs> Yeah, like, and that's the thing. Like, it's not gonna be like where we know it's like. It's just gonna happen. Like, Ric Flair mm-hmm. is just gonna wake up dead one day. Yeah, yeah. And there's not gonna be like a oh he went to the hospital. There was some complication. No, he's just gonna wake up dead. Yeah. And it might be in fifty years. Who knows? It might be in the middle of a ring. Uh, yeah, like this. I I don't know what's gonna. Did happen. y'all ever see that that match he had? That... No, not like for my safety and his. No. <laughs> Like I saw it on YouTube, he could have died there too. Yeah, and the man wanted it was beer. so much blood. The man wanted beer after the match instead of like Gatorade and water instead of like... help. <laughs> yeah. So he's like, "No, like, we're not gonna hydrate." I yeah, like I'm going get... down with the ship. Yeah, let's get fucking wasted. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty much. I'm Ric Flair. Damn it. Like he, oh, I don't no. think he knows now. He doesn't have to play that character the whole time. Like at some point, he's locked in. Like yeah, I don't some, know if that's good a character. Yeah, he's locked in. Yeah, I don't that's, think that's so now. I think he's just like you know what? This isn't gonna be a character for me anymore. I'm gonna be this person. Yeah, this is me now. Like he's this is yeah. me for who I am. Because back in the day, like yeah, like that was that was just who you were. Like there was no mm-hmm. uh, separation from like real life and character so no that's that's just who he is yeah that's yeah oh goodness yeah rick flair he's uh how do we get off on rick <laughs> where do we get off topic on rick oh, flair we're talking about money in the bank. The oh match. the money in the bank okay 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 so uh with that uh i had a question so a what was your favorite money in the bank match and then b what was your favorite money in the bank cash in i still decided that's loaded my favorite Winner, and I'm biased, was Big E. Black History Month, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, because, you know, they was teasing him. I was like, come on. Of all these people, come on, it got to be him. Come on. You don't separate him from New Day for him to flounder. Yeah, exactly. So okay. that was my favorite one, but that wasn't my favorite cash in. Which, of course, was my favorite cash in was Seth against oh. Roman and, and Brock when he basically the heist of the century. And that's the one of the ones that he actually had a match for about five to ten minutes when he cashed it in against Brock and Roman, which you don't see anymore because somebody's laid out, then they have the you know two minutes and they pin them. He actually was in the match for a little bit before he got the belt from him. Yeah. So that's my that's my favorite one. As much as I hated it, I think my favorite might have been Edge. Mm-hmm. His first one was Cena when yeah. He... yeah, his first one. Because I was like, oh I hate it. But oh that's when Vince do? came out when Vince had to yeah, okay it, right? after Elimination Chamber at uh was it New Year's Resolution or Revolution or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah, that's when he was rated R superstar too, wasn't it? Yeah, with Lita. Oh boy, mm. rated R Lita one of, might have been one of my favorite Litas. Yeah, oh, I bet. I I was so mad about it. Hey, they cause... celebrated it though. I'll tell you that they yeah. surely did. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, yeah, what a time. They really put a bed in the ring. They did. 
and they was really in their underwear. Yeah. Just, oh God, that was. That's when Cena turned heel. Is when he, he interrupted that. Yeah. Oh, oh man, that's that's so. What a time! Like that really yeah. happened. Yeah. That's how. That's how Vince's mind worked. Or yeah, we're that's a whole other situation. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's yeah, let's leave that one. Up. Yeah, yeah, yep, we don't need that. We we're don't not, need that. We're not going to go in that direction, editor. Let's edit Ooh, that one out. <laughs> I feel like every time I might have to mention, I might might have to say allegedly, or so yeah. I won't. We won't get in trouble. Yeah, <laughs> give him the Voldemort treatment of he who shall not be named. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Didn't that what new day? Didn't they call him that or say I something so. like that when they had the I podcast? So. I mean, yeah, because they didn't he, say his name. They just said, yeah, they did say that he who should not be named. Yeah. Okay. I need to bring that podcast back, by the way. Facts. That was hilarious. Good stuff. Yeah. Um. Okay. So my number one. Uh, it was mentioned earlier. Um, the TLC. But. Uh, you're right. Like it. I. I didn't think about how integral to the match that it's the right people in that match because I just think about the Hardys, the Deadlies, and Agent Christian uh, because they they did it right every single time. Um, but yeah, the incorporation of all of those things in a match just uh, and what the men involved have to put themselves through for that match to happen is uh, it's, it's impressive. Um, it is... Uh, it is it is just a wild time. And for for those of you who don't know, I assume if you're listening to us, you know what a TLC match is. But tables, ladders, and chairs. Um so it's a ladder match, but also there are tables and chairs. Yeah. And yeah. And chaos. Yeah. There are people falling off of twenty foot ladders regularly. Yeah. Through tables. So, yeah. Through tables. Sometimes uh from the ring sometimes from the ring to the floor through multiple yeah. oh, tables God. at a time yeah like it is um or falling yeah. jumping off of a ladder to land on another ladder yeah because jeff hardy's a crazy man <laughs> yeah, yeah that's why the all six of those guys one there's only four of them currently wrestling and two their bodies don't function like they once did yeah. Yeah. And we all see why. Like you yeah, the what they did for us, what they did for the viewers, uh, you know, they might say it was worth it because those are memories that I will have with me for the rest of my life. Yep. Um maybe this is a hot take, but Edge and Christian should not have won those matches. Ooh. No nope. hot takes. Like I, I don't want that to happen either. It shouldn't mm. have been. It, no, it should not have been Agent Christian. Like I am kind of still unhappy about it, but whatever. That's the past. They won <laughs> both of them because there's one. Both. They won, they both, won right? both of those suckers, man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I, I was more pissed the second time. Uh, because the first time I was like, okay, I don't like it, but whatever. Yeah, that second time I was ready to start throwing shit. I was not happy because they were, I, I didn't like them, but then also of the three tag teams, they were just the weakest one in all of yeah. the ways. And I'm like, why are these dudes 
winning this? Like, what do we? I, I think that's how what they needed to win it, though, to put themselves up. So that way, it's, it's like it makes sense why we're. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That was I probably just... one of Edge's best spears. Oh, it's his best spear. Jeff Hardy. Period. Yeah, it's Jeff Hardy best... from yeah. Like, yeah. that's the reason that I have any respect for Edge doing this, because all of his spears are soft, they're gentle. Yeah. Well, um, after that one, like, he almost, the way he, like, put himself into the mat, like, head first, that's probably why he's the way he is with the rest of them now. Yeah, he protects himself when he spears. Mm-hmm. And, like, right. yeah, I get it, but, like, you need to retire the spear, Edge, because your spears aren't good. No. And after that one, you can retire it. That spear and then the one of Mick Foley through the table oh, on yeah. fire. Like those two, yeah. after those, you're good. You don't have yeah. to do it anymore. Yeah. Right. Yeah. He hit Cena with a couple good ones like early in their rivalry. Uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it's like twofold. It's one edge giving in and two whoever's taking it. Yeah. Yeah. That like they have to also do a good job of making Edge look good with it because. You well, know, and I mean, I, think, and I don't blame Edge. He's got half a neck. Yeah, and that's the thing. The other people that did Spears, there was no work that like when I think of Rhino, when I think of Goldberg, uh, Rhino's got a nasty one. Like, oh my goodness, that. those you didn't. Yeah, have, those two all, right there. Though all you had to do was relax your body, and you let the man doing the spear take care of it. So mm-hmm. maybe that's why Edge's Spears were so weak because everybody else who does Spears, they don't need the help. They just. Yeah, like you, as long if you go limp, you're fine. Like it's mm-hmm. gonna look good. Uh, if you try to like tense up, it's gonna be bad for you because that man is charging. Yeah, yeah. especially Goldberg. His stuff, oh, yeah. like, like you, you playing football right now. Yeah, that's like yeah. With Goldberg, no pads on. Both people's feet were off the floor. Yeah, yeah, like, even if they didn't want to be. Floor. Yeah, yeah, there was no help in that. That was just Goldberg flat out. Yeah, yeah, they're not like when Roman does it. When you see the little little jump, yeah, but yeah, Roman that's, does it. But that's the yeah, like they they didn't need the help. So, and I think that's why Edge of Spear looks so bad is because we had Goldberg and Rhino, and yeah. mm-hmm. you know those two, yeah, that's uh, those two were monstrous. But anyway, uh, that's Edge of Spear to Jeff Hardy while Jeff Hardy was hanging is still one of the best spears that has ever been executed. Yeah. Yeah. And one of my favorite swantons was Jeff Hardy on a Bubba Ray from the ladder onto the table. Oh, from that tall ladder? Yeah, like Jeff kind of missed two and almost, I I mean, anytime Jeff Hardy jumps off of something, that's been like 12 times in his career so far when he's jumped off something. That man has put his body on the line for us. Um, and, and that's the he is he is sacrificed like he's not right, uh, and he never will be like he's because of that. Yeah, he's never gonna be, just be normally <clears throat> functioning because didn't he jump off the Titan Tron? Yep, yeah, onto Umaga. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, and I think that may have been the one where he like shrugged his shoulders. And yeah, like it's like if I die, I die. Yeah, he's just like this is how I go. This is it. Yeah. I'm going off a script real quick. Let's get it yeah. done. And that's the thing. That one, it wasn't even really a swanton. He just kind of like fell off and rolled forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's see if I connect this. And that's how you know how like how much or 
not swan actual swanton it was kind of determined how like dangerous it was because there were a lot of times he was like i just have to focus on landing on my back yeah those are the times when it was not a swanton at all it was just kind of like a rolling because there's been a couple times like just off the turnbuckle he's done it and like it's it takes well for him to like find like turn all the way over and i'm like is he gonna turn is he gonna snap his neck is he gonna okay he slipped we're good yeah okay yeah okay you made it (laughs) yeah because yeah off the turnbuckle yeah he he does like the whole like spread out um like making it an actual swanton but yeah when he's up high enough it's not a swanton it's just yeah just he doesn't even jump he just kind of like he just falls over yeah for the longest time that was the only way I would do a front flip was basically a swanton bomb. Yeah, I was like, sense. I had a trampoline growing up. I'd scare the mess out of my friends because I would. That's how I would front flip. And they're like, "Dude, what are you doing?" I was like, "What do you mean? I'm front flipping." Wait, I don't understand. <laughs> what like, you, what's the problem? Where <laughs> yeah, you work? It's not everybody do this. <laughs> this is how you do a front flip. <laughs> yeah. Do you guys not watch? What do we? <laughs> well, how are you landing? <laughs> oh, so funny. Yeah, I I still can't do a backflip because I know I'm gonna break my neck. I just know it. Yep. Oh yeah, I'll do one into a pool. That's about it, but not very good. Yeah, like I yeah, there's fear in my heart, and I know it. So yeah, I just won't, just won't do a backflip. So yeah, Um, you won't catch me in a TLC match. I can tell you that right now. That is correct. I'm not doing it. (laughs) But all right. Um. So. Just let's just review the top fives real quick. Um, and then uh, if you still have some honorable mentions, we can talk about them. Okay, so what was your top five? Um, TLC, Casket Match, uh, Buried Alive, Elimination Chamber, or not Elimination Chamber, Hell in a Cell, uh, Inferno Match, and then um, honorable mention, uh, War Games. And lethal lockdown from TNA. Since we didn't, we weren't company specific. I was like, oh, hmm. yeah. Yeah, I like the like I said, the lethal lockdown was was lit. Like that, the roof coming down. Jeff Jarrett was in it a couple of times, so like there was a guitar hanging from the roof, chair, a table. Um, yeah, great. I highly recommend watching them. I, say, yeah, I haven't seen that. I might have to watch that. Yeah, yeah, I might have to check that out. Yeah, I definitely got to check that one out for sure. You said that was in TNA, right? Yeah, yeah. I'll see if I can find it and send the link. Okay. So you said top five, mine uh, was TLC, War Games, uh, Three Stages of Hell, uh, Royal Rumble, and Money in the Bank. Now, my honorable mention was Last Man Standing. Mm. Uh, that's another good one. Yeah, that's kind of a very, one of the variations of the street fight, right? Especially that one against uh, Roman and Kevin Owens, where yeah, it looked like that legit. He should have won that, and I think they just messed it up. Yeah, with the handcuffs. Yeah, or even the one with um, Ciampa and Gargano. Where it oh, was like dude, a split second, that's... and they, and he won. Yeah, Gargano won. I think that was one of my favorites because that was the one during COVID, right? And they did like kind of like a 
automatic type thing. No, that one's before that was before COVID. Because I still had Oh, a really? printout. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Because that was in the, uh, okay. The, the one they did during COVID when they went to like the factory and Candice LeRae helped Gargano win. Yeah. That was, was that a last man standing or was that? I think that was one of those where it was like, uh, No holds barred type of thing or unsanctioned, unsanctioned. oh, unsanctioned. That's the one. I was like, it's it's one. Yeah, that's what it was because they didn't want them to do it. And Triple H was like, y'all shouldn't do this and all that Mm stuff. hmm Yeah. Yeah, that's my definitely last man standing. Was that was right there with that and the money in the bank for me. Yeah. That's a good one. Okay. Uh my number five was Elimination Chamber. Uh number four was a street fight or a hardcore match. Uh three, Hell in a Cell. Two, the Royal Rumble. And one TLC. Um, honorable mention to a standard tag match. Because I loved tag team wrestling, but also coming in on a hot tag. Like, that was, Oh, uh, that yeah. was always a good time. Um, and not necessarily a standard, but like, I guess a multi-team tag team match, maybe. Oh, yeah. Uh, like, triple threat tag team match or more. But... Yeah, like, that was always... Because, you know, when I'm a kid, I'm like, be faster. What are you doing? Like, he's right there. Just just Yeah, make the just tag. go. Yeah. Zip up. Yeah, like, all Yeah. that slow-ass crawling. Like, come on. Like, let's Yeah. get... So, yeah, like, but yeah, like, coming in on... I, I know now, like, that was the point. But, yeah, like, you, you see somebody come in ready? Uh, it was always... Uh, it was literally a game changer. Yeah. So... Yeah. It was a fun time. There's a I'm sure you've seen this with a tag team match. It's like a house like a live show. Um and Undertaker like briefly breaks character and he's like going up back and forth on the apron trying to like get the hot tag. He's like Mm trying to pop the crowd up. That was one of my favorite like Undertaker character break moments. It was in that it was a tag team match and it just made me think of it. -hmm. But Yeah, because he doesn't break character often. Like, he's notorious No. for not breaking character. That's a part Yeah. of life's Right. dilemma. Yeah. Is that he was able to hold it together when everybody was trying to break him. Especially Yeah, when 100%. Oh, they're all trying to do that dang spinaroni. yeah, that yeah, was that's one of the yep. it was a wild time. Vince does Especially it. when y'all vent when you had Or he should he well shall not be named. he shall not be named try to do it as well. Yeah. Yeah, that was Yeah. oh Classic. yeah. One other one that somehow none of us mentioned, and I just thought of it now, um, the I Quit match. Yeah. I thought There's about been a, that. there's been a couple good one of those. One of them, uh, Rock Mankind. Mankind has his hands handcuffed behind his back, and Rock's just like nailing him with chair shots. Oh, I remember that. Dude, Mick, Mick Foley's come out now and is like, yeah, the probably better ways we could have done that. But like in the moment, I'm just like, And give it Mick to Foley's me. Mick Foley's another person, like he has put his body through it. Uh, for Yeah. this company, Yeah. And And he I won was, another match. it's like y'all. Honestly, y'all didn't make enough money for what you put your body through. Yeah, especially back then. Like nowadays, probably could have back. Like back then, like no, No, absolutely 100% not. no.
Um, another uh, honorable mention for me uh, was a first blood match. Because mm. yeah, you know, with with first blood, like it, whenever they did bleed, it was always a lot of blood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, that's a that's John Moxley's every match, every match for John. Yeah, that's that's uh, that's his that's his Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> That's just a main event of dynamite, basically. Yeah. Every week. Oh, are we wrestling? Oh, I'm ready. Yeah. <laughs> I remember the, the press conference when they asked MJF if he was mad he didn't go on last. He was like, and roll around in John Moxley's blood? No, thank you. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know he's bleeding. Oh, yeah. It's like when Goldberg used to hit uh, his head sometimes, like in the locker, on the locker room doors, he's coming out and he would like bleed a little bit. Yeah. It's like, John Marcus, that's just part of his pre-match prep now. I'm convinced it's just like, all right, let me get let me get the cut started. Let me. It's wild. Let me go ahead and blade myself real quick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. Um, so glad that you could join us for this episode. Um, shout out to Brandon. Uh, he will be back. So you can let him know how you feel about all of these things. Let him know. Uh that you miss him, that you want him back. Uh, I did the best I could, but again, I'm not worldwide. I am local. And uh, so, yeah. Pat, thank you for being here. L, thank you for being here. Of course. We miss you worldwide, Brandon. We miss you. You're not, you're, he's not dead, people. He's, he's not, not dead. dead. <laughs> but we do, we do miss you. I try to keep my hot takes subtle just for you. Just kind of keep this, this episode calm. Yeah, we didn't we didn't mention uh, you know almost oh yeah well, yeah sorry. oh Never there it is we yep. did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we we almost made it out we did we almost but uh, all right until next time uh, we out yeah. <laughs> <laughs>